Oh my god, boys. What is up? We're back. We're back. Guess what? You were like we're like Jack Black there for mm-hmm. a second. What is up, Jiblinski gamers? <laughs> that, oh. Like the cadence, the mm-hmm. cadence was very It's very, very Jack Blackian. Black, I don't sure. think I could repeat it now. Yeah, yeah, don't <laughs> don't even try. Uh, it was perfect on the first try. This so. is the best impression yeah, I got. It'll never get better. You know what? Good thing we recorded yes. it. Right, true. Oh, <laughs> if only there was some way for people to hear this. Yes, if only there were some people to hear. Oh, my oh anyway, God. guys, so so let's do our introductions uh, mm-hmm. today for those new listeners out mm-hmm. there. If you don't know who we are, mm-hmm. I am your behind-the-curve B, Ooh. Bobby. Ooh, that was nice. Thank you. Uh, I don't know what we're talking about. We're talking uh, about Flat Earth, just a little heads up. <laughs> oh, I do know what we're talking about today. <laughs> we should probably give you a heads up beforehand, huh, Jack? Mm-hmm. It's fine, man. I don't care. As long as I don't need to, like, do anything yeah. it. it doesn't matter. Um, 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 I am your, your, your <laughs> bottomlessly bold and beautiful bee branch. I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing, man. <laughs> that, that was, was, that was, that was a good. One. I don't know. I got nothing. Um, you are beautiful, Brent. I you. am your uh, just as round as a plate. Wow! <laughs> I love it. That was fantastic. That was great. Are you kidding me? Wow! Wow! Are you kidding me with this? So kid bringing the heat because it's flat. Oh my god! Because it's flat. Oh, wait, is Stanley? that why? Oh, weird. So if you didn't know, I. Mm-hmm. Myself, as long along with the, uh, I'm talking to the audience right now. Me and my, my other, my fellow co-hosts, um, we believe in the flat yes. Earth. I think uh, we established that very be- early on. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, we believe in the flat mm-hmm. Earth. Um, with fingers crossed mm-hmm. for evidence to show up for dinosaur <laughs> Earth. Oh, flat uh, dinosaur Earth. Unlikely, boys. Have you have you seen? There was oh, like yes, dinosaur when, Earth. When, when when the flat Earth memes were at their peak. Someone made like uh, took a 3D model of a dinosaur and like put the put the map texture on it and we're like, may I propose dinosaur? <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yes, um, I remember and that. And then there was like it's there was like flat Mars and mm, dinosaur it's Mars like, too. There's Earth, but what if Earth but dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> what if Earth but dinosaur? <laughs> That's funny. We mentioned the dinosaur Earth because uh, mm-hmm. dinosaurs and flat Earth are two things that do not necessarily mesh. Really? Um, yeah. There's a lot of. Uh, Flat earthers who do not believe in dinosaurs, which is interesting. I, but, that's sad for them. I feel bad. I know, right? Dinosaurs are super cool. Right, Ben? Ben, uh, listening at home? Mm. Ben, do you listen to the pod? Anyway, I don't know if he does. I don't think so. <laughs> but if you're listening to the pod, welcome. If you're if you're an old listener, welcome back. If you're a new listener, welcome. Mm-hmm. Because uh, our numbers have been growing significantly. Mm, we're uh, on good pace again this month. I the know. Break of last month. Did we already? Did we already talk about like how we were the in like numbered like thirty two in the Philippines? Yeah, and the, thing that the other day we were randomly like number twenty seven in Russia for some reason. Right. Yeah. Yeah. so random but pretty cool yeah um, so so yeah everyone listening thank you so much for tuning in go check mm. out our social meds we have mm. instagram yep we have twitter we got everything it's all in the show notes below yeah so at brain boggle for instagram at brain boggle brain boggle pod so yeah let's get into today's episode so today we're going to be talking about flat 
Earth. I think that covers all the Earths now. We talked about mm-hmm. your concave Earth. We talked about your hollow Earth. We got your time cube, which is sort of an Earth. Sort of thing. an Earth. It's sort now of a we got Earths. your flat Earth, baby. You can get all one-stop Earth shop. I think Can't this get, might be the last Earth. This, is this the last Earth? Well, we just said we had to talk about Dinosaur Earth next. Dinosaur Earth. Yeah, dinosaur Earth. Dinosaur Earth. Last Earth in the like mainstream conspiracy media. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Because it's got. I mean, be this more, is the this is right? the big hitter, right? This is like this is the big one. This is like fourth in the batting lineup, the, coming in for cleanup. Oh yeah, just knocking it out of the like, park. When you hear conspiracy theory, you often think straight to flat Earth. Yeah, that, um, that's like the go-to. Also, moon landing, mm-hmm. moon landing, sure. Yeah, I think flat you, Earth, reptilians. You know, yes. they're all big ones. JFK. Yeah. Oh, that's a big, talk big about one. that one at some point. We still haven't talked about JFK. That's true. I still. I want that one to be a two-parter. I think we should do a two-parter. I think we're probably going to have to. There's so many conspiracy theories. Yeah. um, Yeah. And it's the funny thing is we don't (laughs) – I feel like we still really don't know the real answer to that one in a lot of ways. There's a lot of cool documentaries out there about it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely get there. We will get there. Oh, But right now we're here on this flat planet that we call Earth. Mm. Um, So, yeah, let's get into this crazy, crazy conspiracy um, so basically first thing I want to do is go through some beliefs in history, like ancient history about the earth being flat. Jack, you probably know more about these than I know. Um, um, I not, not many. I know a few. I'm more, I'm most familiar with, with, uh, Copernicus. Okay. Uh, when he came around. Well, I'll read off some of the ones that I found and you can tell me anything you might know about them. Um, so let's go back in time to early Egypt and Mesopotamia. That's our back in time sound. Yes. <laughs> so back so yeah, in we're, time we're, being, we're, we're, we're adding a new uh, sound effect segment of the show. Yes. So this is what happens when you listen. Yeah. The more listens we get, the more sound effects we get, baby. Yeah. Wait, I like how it's a sound effect segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, show. we're so going like, to take like five minutes and do all our best sound effects. Wait, no, 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 we'll get back. It's just going to be all The thing is, all the sound effects in this show are actually pre-recorded by us with mm. our voices. So we could do them now. Well, but hold it's on. a soundbite. Don't tell them that we recorded it with our own voice. Oh, they don't shit. know. Shouldn't have said well, I'm going to edit oh this part God, out. Wait. I'm going to edit this part out. Oh, man. That's actually such a good yeah. idea that part to like, pre-record your oh, own. Yeah, oh, my God. You could just, you could create, this is literally, we talked about, I don't know if we've talked about machine learning yet, but we need to add that to the yes, list. Yes, okay. definitely. Um, Adding it to the list. You could, yeah, we could record, <laughs> we could record all of our voices saying like every single word in like, we, we wouldn't even have to record it. You have, there are ways to like recreate your, your, your voice. Right. Yeah. And then we mm-hmm. program, well, you know we about it all it, too we, well, Jack, this has come up at work we, a few times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, we put in, right. Uh, like a topic. Yeah. And then we program it to use our to like make a podcast episode. So 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 it'll be like a, a robot speaking for us. So it'll be like ha 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 yeah, ha, yeah, yeah. Bobby, look at your stupid face, ha ha, no, Jack. <laughs> this is this is how backward. This is how behind the times you're thinking it because artificial voices don't even sound like that. They sound way yeah, more. Okay, right. yeah. Lose that Cyclops mentality, my boy. I know Cyclops. Back oh my god! <laughs> Legitimately, in the future, po- podcasts are going to be randomly generated. Content's going to oh, be randomly be so generated. So much easier for us when that happens. Yeah, man. we can just type out the jokes. Or, yeah, they'll just know what jokes to do. Yeah. We don't even have to type out the jokes. We just literally we 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 bring up our machine mm-hmm. and we enter 
we enter uh, we enter flat Earth, and then it just it, it like it spider searches you know the web and then brings it all back and makes a yeah. podcast. Oh, so much less to research. It'd be so great. I know the research thing would definitely help. Mm. All right, so let's go back in time again. Yes. <laughs> So in early Egypt and Mesopotamia, the world was portrayed as a disc floating in the ocean. Basically, uh, we've got, you know, this this flat earth that is surrounded by like a dome, which is known as like the ocean of heaven. Um, and then above that dome is the heaven of heavens. Wow. With, oh, and underneath that is the firmament with the stars. Now, the firmament, you might remember that word from our second episode way back, the concave earth episode. Remember the, with us talking about the firmament? I don't. We're gonna re- refresh my memory, my my sweet boy. Well, basically, the firmament was like <laughs> it was basically like the glass sky which divided the heavens from the earth. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, sure. It's the same yeah, thing. It's basically the same thing here. Oh, damn. So yeah, interestingly, the firmament comes up a lot in flat Earth, even in the current model. That's interesting because don't the flat Earth people hate concave Earth and vice versa? They do, but it's a very different type of firmament. Okay. Okay. Wait. Are we the the drawing is of what people think flat Earth is, or or, or that it's ancient Egypt? This is ancient Greece. Egypt. You, that in Mesopotamia, okay, okay. right? In Mesopotamia, yeah, they're they're very similar. So the this one on the left here, which I'll describe it to the listeners, is like uh, it sort of looks like a ziggurat in the middle mm. with um. Nice word. A ziggurat. <laughs> with like a water, with H-O <laughs> around it, you know, water. Bunch of hoe. Um, a bunch of hoe around it. <laughs> so yeah, that's sort of the, uh, the belief that they had was that it was this big disc floating in the middle of the ocean. And in ancient Egypt, they had different gods representing uh, different parts of this theory. So Jeb or Geb, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's, you know, it's Geb. It's Geb. I was going to say, Jeb, Geb. Jeb yeah. would be like, please clap for the flat earth. Yes, <laughs> Jeb. <laughs> please clap. <laughs> topical references yeah, very from topical. 2016. A little too late, but. Oh so God. Geb was the god of earth. And so he was basically laid down underneath um, where, you know, people lived. And then Nut was the goddess of the it's sky. Newt, it's Newt. Newt. <laughs> See, Jack, this is why I thought you might know more. So <laughs> Newt. Nut. <laughs> Not Nut. <laughs> Gavin Nut. So Newt, Newt was the goddess of the sky, and I don't remember if they were married or not, but yes, they, were. they were. Newt is basically yeah. the sky, and so she is, you know, stretched out sort of like in an arch. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and it's this position. picture here. We'll, we'll, we'll send these to you, Jack, so you can put it on the Patreon. Yes. Yeah. Go check them out on the Patreon. Yeah, this is very, it's interesting stuff. Check, it is check, pretty check, interesting check stuff. On, check them out on Patreon. Now, this one, Jack, I feel like you might know pretty well. Um, so oh. we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the ancient Norse and Germanic peoples. I do know And so they believed that the flat earth, uh, they believed in a flat earth with the earth surrounded by an ocean with a world tree in the center. Hmm. Connecting the different realms. No, 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 not Yidrisil. Is it Yidrisil? What is it? Yidrisil. Yes, yeah, it okay. was. Yeah. So that one, you know, anyone who is familiar with Norse mythology, it's or uh, played God of War. It's <laughs> played God of War. You've got like the world tree. Yeah. Um, Although God of War isn't actually entirely accurate. Yeah, no, they take some liberties with the with the, the mythology. Yeah, yeah, and you know, like how the how the land is specifically. Mm. That's something that I always forget about Norse mythology, though, is that they did believe in the like. That Midgard was just the single island surrounded by mm. water. And you can see the world serpents in there, like surrounding Oh, yeah, the there he is. Now, yeah. notice something about this image. Uh, so basically this, you know, if you got the ocean surrounding the island, 
which is the world. And then around the oceans, you've got this big wall of ice and rock. Oh, okay. That's now, that just is. keep that in mind for later. Okay. Because that'll come back. Storing that away in my uh, mind palace. Put it in the Brent Bank. Mm. Brent Bank, baby. Brent Bank. All right. So <laughs> the, brain. the last right, one okay. I've got for the ancient history beliefs is uh, the world turtle. Which I like this one. Yeah, this I one's pretty I don't know who believes fun. this, but I like it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I found that uh, there were a lot of different cultures that believed in the world turtle, but uh, one in particular that most of us know is uh, Hindu. Mm -hmm. Uh, So in Hindu mythology, they believed, some believed in a a turtle with the world on its back. Um, And so... And some elephants, apparently, holding it up on its back. elephants, yeah. That's sick. Yes, I mean, honestly, I'm not even mad about it. That's just sick. No, I honestly, like, if there were any, if I could choose what Earth we lived on it would be turtleback earth. yeah turtleback earth baby have you have you ever read um uh discord no no oh so um terry pratchett the famous author it's it's interesting that um north mythology also brings up the um the the disc because neil gaiman who writes a lot of uh, mythology inspired mm. stuff and like translates yep. um like he wrote american, gods, american gods um the book the show i don't uh, know so much t- mm. <laughs> the show I want I I really like the book and then I watched the first episode of the show and I was like they took wow. it in a re- they like really leaned into the craziness yeah in the show and it doesn't yeah. work yeah, you were telling me about <laughs> it this makes the other it, day. they like were like what if we made this more hard to understand and more <laughs> inscrutable <laughs> so yeah I don't yeah know. I also just like hate shadow moon so much in the show he's so like i mean i know he's a blank slate character but they made him the most blank of slates Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) yeah he but but anyway so terry pratchett neil gaiman um uh stephen king even okay they have they have um in there like terry pratchett is the one that made the the turtle world famous in in sort of fiction it's sort of like a phenomenon now where where it's, it's very common to see it a world on the back of a turtle yeah. um because they have they all have aspects of that in their works mm, that's interesting yeah, very interesting um so that kind of concludes my section on the historical beliefs in flat earth now mm. i kind of wanted to move it on to some common misconceptions that we all have about um you know the beliefs of flat earth now Tell them the truth, Bobby. I got to tell them the tell truth. Them. No, no. I'm going to tell that. This is something that, you know, a lot of people um, maybe heard growing up, but, you know, I would hope don't necessarily believe in it now, uh, is that, you know, there's a lot of stories about Christopher Columbus setting out to sail mm-hmm. across <laughs> the ocean to find uh, proof that the earth was round. He was going to circumnavigate the globe to find out that there is no edge. Um. And so that's why Columbus uh, found America. Obviously, that is completely false. Um, that is not at all true. Columbus did not discover that the Earth was round. Um, now, you might be thinking, okay, what about Magellan? Right? Because a lot of people maybe have heard about uh, Ferdinand Magellan, who was a Portuguese explorer. And he set out from Spain in 1519 with a fleet of five ships to discover a western sea route to the Spice Islands. Um, so he actually became the first European to cross the Pacific Ocean. And a lot of people believe, okay, he was the first to circumnavigate the globe. So he discovered that the Earth was round. While it's true that he was the first to circumnavigate the globe and go to the Pacific Ocean, 
there's like a very rudimentary map that he made of the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually well known by that time period that the earth was round is well known for a while, actually. Um, so the earliest documented mention of spherical earth dates from around the fifth century BC when it was mentioned by ancient Greek philosophers. So a lot of people think that up until a couple hundred years ago, people believed the earth was flat, but we've known it was round since uh third century BC, wow. which is insane. Yeah. So we're talking like 2000 years ago. Oh my God. Yeah. More, so more so do, do you, do you know how they figured out they, fi- they figured that it was, it was right. Ra- it was. Well, round. so what I found was that they uh, use an experiment to uh, find the differences in the observed angle of the sun from two different locations. And they calculated a very rough uh, circumference of the earth. And so this was done by the Greek geographer. <laughs> geographer. Geomancer. <laughs> this is why I can't read. The Greek geographer. an earthbender. <laughs> I, I said it again. I said, it, I said geographer again. The Greek geographer, uh, Aristhenes. Is that what it is, Jack? Do you know how to pronounce it? No, I, I don't know his uh, name. Brent, try, try it for me. Let's see. Let's see. I practiced it, but I still don't remember. Where are you? Whatever you said is close enough. Right. Yeah, it's Greek, so forgive me, all the Greek people listening. Yes. Our Greek fans are going to be furious. Eratosthenes. Eratosthenes. Anyway, so he performed an experiment to calculate uh, the different angles that the sun cast mm-hmm. two different locations, and he was able to find the circumference of the Earth, which was crazy accurate mm-hmm. for the time. Yeah. Um, so we've known about round Earth for quite a while, actually. The word that I had was that um, uh, I think this is how we knew that, like ancient, um, ancient, uh, like Native American. And um, like Central American uh, peoples knew it was it was round was because they would look at the moon um, during a lunar eclipse or whatever, whatever eclipse, you know, blocks the moon. Um, And they were like, oh, there's a shadow on the moon and the shadow must be cast by the earth. So what shape casts a shadow? That's a circle. And they're like, oh, a ball. Right. So that's how they figured it out. <laughs> Which is just like, it's, it's funny to me because it's such a, like, a simple, stupid little, like, thing where it's like, oh, you just look at the moon and you re- Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's funny because uh, that actually came up um, in some of my research. The, the current flat earthers out there, uh, some of them have debunked this by saying. Oh, it's just it's the, the angle? angle. Because the earth is round. The sun is underneath the earth mm-hmm. at this point, casting the disc onto the moon. Gotcha. But there's a lot of different beliefs in the actual. All right, well, I'm back yeah, on but board. then it would be, <laughs> but, but then it would be dark in the entire world at exactly, one point. Exactly, Jack. Exactly. All right. You know, listen. Don't doubt my vibe. Okay. I'm not doubting your I, vibe. I feel like Brent. you're doubting my vibe right now, and I'm seriously getting Brent, Brent, triggered. I know your vibe. Okay. And you know true. it's true. Thank you. <laughs> it's true. Thank you so much. All right, guys. So we've we've made it through the history of mm-hmm. flat Earth. I, I just thought that was super interesting that we've known about the spherical Earth for quite a while. Yeah, because I mean, I feel like the narrative, like we find this a lot with histories that we oversimplify 
mm-hmm. in a lot of things because it's just easier than like kind of going diving into the nuances of history. Yeah, but I've, yeah, I feel like the the kind of ma- the main sort of historical narrative is that like. People back in like the earlier centuries were dumb and thought the earth was flat and it wasn't until like some rogue scientist proved them wrong and then like went against the church or some shit (laughs) that we all finally like were like, okay, it's round. And that's like just like not really the case. Not true at all. And do you guys remember being not taught, but like hearing about Christopher Columbus looking for the edge of the earth? See, uh, now that's something I have not specifically heard. What I used to always hear was that like it was you know um certain i don't know if it was like in the greeks or whatever but like they're they've like the churches like believed that like the earth was flat and it was like these kind of sort of like rogue scientists who like went yeah. against bucked the trend and be like no and it you know it's actually round and like we're like persecuted for saying that it was you know <laughs> otherwise so i don't even know if that narrative is true i really. think there were some cases where that did happen okay actually i think there were some cases even in the united states uh where that happened that oh, i fun. that i came across where like uh there was one guy who like owned he, he like was the mayor of his own town and he uh he tried to convince everybody that lived there that the earth was flat and if they didn't agree with him you're basically exiled or prosecuted oh weird yeah that's fun right so that's there's some truth to that um throughout history but for the most part you know science has believed that the earth was round um jack what about you did you ever hear about that christopher columbus stuff yeah Yeah, i um yeah i learned all all about all about uh that and then was later taught the like other people who went there before him and stuff yeah it's crazy um so let's talk about you know we're gonna fast forward back to the future here mm-hmm. fast forward to the back of the future to the back of the future <laughs> we're on the back side of the future back of the earth flat earth Which is okay. now so let's talk about the flat earth society this is a group that was set up by samuel shenton in 1956 in dover united kingdom his primary aim was to reach children before they were convinced about spherical Earth. Despite plenty of publicity, the space race eroded Shenton's support in Britain. The society declined in the 1990s following a fire at its headquarters in California and the death of Johnson in 2001. It was, rev- it was revived as a website in 2004 by Daniel Shenton, which weirdly enough had no relation to Samuel Shenton. I thought that was like, <laughs> this, is the stu- this is the weirdest story right? I've ever heard in my whole life. Shenton's. Yeah, it's kind of a crazy coincidence. Maybe he's like reincarnated. Right, maybe this is too strong, but we need to round up all the Shentons. <laughs> yeah. Yes, all the Shentons, please Something report. Something with that bloodline, yeah. even if they're, they're supposedly, supposedly <laughs> not related. If you're a Shenton and you're listening to this podcast, please reach out to us. So that we can get your name on the list. We need to have a talk. <laughs> sorry sorry fascism (laughs) so uh so daniel shunton believes that no one has ever provided proof that the world is not flat so i mean that's nice he believes that it's nice it's always nice to believe something it's always so the best argument to have is the i don't have to prove myself right you have to prove oh my god and that is a humongous uh common theme you know here with the flat earth society so yeah it kind of was a thing uh for a little while but it didn't gain a ton of traction 
But then when the internet age really started, you know, kicking into gear, the, there was a huge revival in Flat Earth. Yeah. And we, people, we all got our, to our AOL instant messenger chat rooms. They're like, mm-hmm. yo, dog, Flat Earth. Flat Earth. Flat yes. Earth. Well, you know, there's and something. And we were like ASL, you know. There's something to be said about. <laughs> <laughs> Brent has dropped the ASL reference in like in like four out of the recent podcasts yes, we've done. Because these are the things that my brain remembers from when I was a ute. <laughs> we need a super cut of that if anyone's interested. Oh, my God. Yeah, so something interesting about this is that. Um, you know, people felt, I think, uh, insecure about their beliefs. Uh, you know, maybe a lot of people out there believed in Flat Earth but didn't really have the confidence to speak about it. Uh, but once the internet came around and there was this sort of, like, mm. anonymous, uh, mm-hmm. you know. An all-too-common story. Right. What's emboldened really shitty takes with the internet. Yeah. <laughs> the, you know, people feel like they can – have a voice because other people agree with them across the world that they never would have met otherwise. Mm -hmm. So it sort of started to build over time and it's gained a ton of traction. So the flat earth society, you know, many people go, uh, you know, claim that there's different, you know, groups and different names for the flat earthers. Uh, But the flat earth society is definitely the biggest one. Hey, Brent. Yes, Bobby? Did you know that you can help support this show on patreon.com slash Podcast? Wait, we can support this show? Yeah, you can support the show for as little... It needs support? Well, no. I mean, you know, the show doesn't need support, but if you feel like giving us a little bit uh, of well, a Well, speak for hand. yourself. I need support. <laughs> I am in rough shape. Yeah, Brent is over here barely standing up. We, we need to help out Brent. So if you want to help out Brent... How can I help? Well, Brent, for as little as $1 a month, you can get access to our special bonus episode, which we call The Brain Boglet. Wait, and we record other episodes besides the main episodes? Oh, yes. Once a month, we put Do out... Do I just black out the entire time those are happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brent. I guess so. You don't remember Shit. those episodes? Damn. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So you can listen to one episode per month on our Patreon. Also, mm. you get a special role in our Discord server. Dag, yo. That's a lot. For only $5 a month, you get a shout-out on the show, access to polls on our Patreon, and everything else that you get at the one dollar tier Damn, that's a bargain at double the price i know and if you go up to ten dollars and above we got some pretty cool merch like a signed poster and a special one-of-a-kind brain boggled t-shirt uh, i'm seeing that t-shirt right now and damn it looks good i know i want to wear it right this second i'm jealous of anyone who has this me too so again go check out patreon.com slash brain boggled podcast to support this show and Help Brent stand up. Yes, please. I'm in desperate need. (laughs) Hey, Brent. Yes, Bobby. Did you know that you could actually put your ad here in this spot right now? Right now, a spot for an ad right here? Oh, yes. If you listen to the show and you want to hear your ad on the Brain Boggled Podcast. Which I do. Which you obviously do. You can actually email us at brainboggledpodcast at gmail.com. Wait, Bobby, is that brainboggledpodcast at gmail.com? Yes, it is, Brent. Wow, I know that email address. So yeah, go check that out and send us an email and we'll see if uh, your company is a good fit for us on this show. Yeah, now back to your regularly scheduled program, Mama. 
so let's talk about their model because basically there's a lot of different models to the flat earth, but there's one sort of common, you know, structure to it that most of the people believe. So their model is that the North pole is at the center of the earth and on the edge of the earth, Antarctica surrounds the planet. So Antarctica is actually much, much bigger than we have been told. And only a select few have visited there. So there's not a lot of proof that it actually exists the way that the government has told us. Um, So the sun and the moon are very small and they're just kind of like circling above the earth. Yeah. They're miniatures, you know, they're miniatures. It's an optical illusion. There's a like filmmaking. (laughs) And speaking of optical (laughs) illusions, Mm -hmm. uh, the sky is actually a, basically a giant planetarium. So some of the debunks for flat earth are, you know, if you look into the sky, right, with a telescope, you see Jupiter and you see the moon with a lunar eclipse and a solar. Man, I'm always seeing Jupiter. I'm like, like, get out of here, Jupiter. That's the Enough. thing. You, you would think that, <laughs> you know, it, it would be as simple as like, well, have you seen an eclipse? And it's like, well, yeah, yeah. how will explain the eclipse the way they explain it, or at least some of them is that. It's just all a show. It's all part of the planetarium. Um, the same way as if you go to a museum, like a science museum, and you you look up and you see all the lights in, in the show. It's the same thing. It's just a, a show. Now, who created this show? Yeah, so who is the big show? We don't That's know. That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. Or show. That's something that the Flat Earth Society and other Flat Earthers... Is a wrestling reference? I think so, yeah. The big show. <laughs> now, that's something that, that they don't really uh, explain. Explanation? Unclear. Yeah, like, um, you know, one of the leaders of the Flat Earth community... Um, I'm drawing a blank on his name. We're um, going to call him Amadeus... Amadeus Prime. Uh, Amadeus Prime? Oh, yeah. that's so It's much opti- basically Optimus Prime, but Amadeus instead. That's so much better than the real name. Probably. Uh, so his actual name, mm-hmm. which unfortunately isn't Amadeus Prime, Mark Sargent. I mean, that, that's the, not the worst name I've ever heard. So, done it. so who done it? So, you know, he, uh, Mark Sargent, says, you know, take your pick. Aliens, mm. um... Some kind of deity. Jack. Or maybe we're in an experiment. For sure. Yeah. Take your pick. At all. all. All the above. Is that D. your pick, Brent? D. I select <laughs> like D. Pick. All the above. That's always the right answer. <laughs> Wait, it's so stupid that he was like, well, what do you think it was? <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's it. That's the what end the, of it. What, what about the globalists? Are they involved? The globalists. They are for sure involved. I knew it. But they're involved in the cover-up. So, so there's also a conspiracy here that uh, the globalists, the Illuminati, the lizard people, you name it, are all in cahoots to basically cover up that the Earth is flat. They want everybody to think it's round. And basically, this includes NASA and yes, other who's government doing agencies. The lion? That's what I want to yeah, know. Who's doing the lion? So like NASA was created just to delude the public into believing that the Earth is a sphere. So according to the most widely spread version of the current flat earth theory, NASA is guarding Antarctic ice 
wall that surrounds the earth. So no one's been to Antarctica. It is actually only people who are, uh, you know, on a need to know kind of like sense directly level, from the top. Level Q clearance. Level Q clearance. <laughs> exactly, Brent. My question is, though, like, what do they think is the benefit of doing this? That is the big question. So that is the number one thing that I tried to find through my research. And can I tell you guys? No. There's nothing? Not a single thing. Wow. I could not find one single thing that gave... As to the reason why NASA would have done this or why the globalists would have done It's very similar to the deity thing. It's like, take your pick. It's for power, for money. But I'm like, what? But what power What money money is there to be made (laughs) in Flat Earth? Oh, you boys aren't invested in Flat Earth. (laughs) You are fucking up. You know what? Fucking up. You know what? The, The excuse would just be... Since we don't think of the possibility of flat Earth, we can't like we can't even think about what kinds of things would make money in yeah. flat Earth. There, that's how much they're hiding from us. Is we don't even yeah, know that they're make, They have this whole other kind of money. They got flat Earth yeah. coins. It's like Bitcoin, but millions. more valuable. Yeah. Oh, it's it's you know, there's a lot of like anti-Semitism too in in this. Of like, course, if you. Oh, Bobby, we were having uh, fun. I, mean, I feel like every stupid conspiracy <laughs> theory somehow comes back to you, the Jews. Yeah, like somehow no. it always they always find a way to make it about that, and it's so annoying. Yeah, and I'm not even saying like they we can't just have I'm, a little bit of fun before you guys go and start making it about the Jews, right? And that's the thing. Like uh. they say that there's like this like you know possible Jewish like uh, globalist group running everything, the and, Rothschilds. Like, so what do you think? Like, I mean. It's crazy to me. There's no way that they could profit off of this information to me. I think it just comes down to some like how unbelievably privileged do you have to be (laughs) to the point where if someone who is different from you is succeeding and you're not, there has to be some sort of globalist (laughs) conspiracy against you. What's funny is there's actually a lot of like interviews and sort of debates on YouTube that you can find of NASA scientists who, you know, one in particular that I found, he actually sends um, weather balloons up to space with video photography. Um, And he debates actually in this specific one with Mark Sargent and they're, they're sort of going back and forth. And he's like, if there's profit to be made here, why am I still driving like a Toyota Corolla from like 1990? Because I'm not seeing a dime of that money. And he's like, well, it's, it's not you. It, there's millions of NASA employees who are just paid nothing. It's the higher ups that get all the money. And it's like, okay, well, that's, someone has to be making the money, and how are they making it? So that's just the conspiracy. Um, uh, hmm. I know. It's just so funny watching them argue. And, uh, and Mark Sargent's like, so, you know, like – these photos are like faked. They're photoshopped. Like, have you ever seen the, uh, the Red Bull jump from space? And, uh, the astronauts like, yes, I'm the guy who does those. I'm the guy who takes those pictures. That's me. And I've seen them and I know that they're real. Like literally he said, you could go to like Walmart and buy the stuff to, to prove the earth is round at home for like 300 bucks. Just get a balloon, get a camera, like some duct tape and you can do it yourself. Um, but basically the problem here is that any proof that you give 
to this group is going to be debunked with, well, it was faked or, well, how do you know that it's real? Right. You know, I feel like there's this like really funny, um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia bit Mm -hmm. where, um, Mac is trying to convince everyone that, uh, science isn't real. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, when, I know. I know yeah, he was player. talking about like uh, evolution and stuff. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, he was like, "Science is a liar." Sometimes yeah. was his whole like. Yeah, bit. and then like he's like, "Well, what, have you seen the the numbers and figures? How do you know it's? <laughs> have you read the the statistics? Have you analyzed the num? It's like, oh my god, dude. Yeah, it's it's always like turns it around on yeah. the other person, right? Yeah. Um, so that that's very common with the flat earther uh, movement. Um, you know, like. Oh, well, what about like literally this video of a guy holding a camera and you can see the curve of the earth and they'll say, well, actually, if you do the math, um, this curve, if this was truly the earth's curve, the earth would only be like 500 miles long, like across because it can't be that curved. So either they're using a wide angle lens or the earth is flat uh, or both. And it's just like, what? (laughs) It's just completely false. Yeah, there's a lot of false math in flat earth. So let's uh, let's look at some of the proof that they have um, that the Earth is flat. Because all right, time time to convince me. All right, I want to be a believer by the end of this, Bobby. Oh my God, you want to be a monkey, and you want to be a believer mm-hmm. because you know I saw their face. I don't know. I'm trying to make a joke here it's about just the working. monkeys. What do you have to do with them? What? It's not oh, working. Oh, oh, oh. They saying I'm a believer. The original version. See, I only respect the Smash Mouth version. Okay, Shrek. the Shrek version. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. So basically, the proof that they have uh, is that there are no flights in the southern hemisphere of the Earth. So if you look at a flight tracker, you'll notice that you know planes are flying between countries, but never do they fly from like Hawaii to Asia you know, that direction. Um, they'll go around the other way. Why is that? It's because that what? part of the world doesn't exist because it's not round. I don't even understood what you just said. I'll, I'll like, pull up. I have some images here for you, Jack. Like, flights go from Hawaii to Asia, Right, though. so that's part of the problem. Like, they, like they do So do here, that. here is a little chart here. Um, but do they, though? But do they, Jack? Do, do they? they? <laughs> um, so, yeah, obviously, flights do go across the Southern Hemisphere. If you go to a flight tracker, you'll actually see it pretty quickly. Um, there's constantly flights going across that. So that's debunked pretty quickly. Well, the flight tracker's false, Bobby. They're just making it look like they're flying. Now you're there. getting it, Jack. You're starting to understand now. Oh, yeah. Now so talking, baby. another part of proof that they have is uh, long-distance photography. So they basically long distance photography, which is, you know, photographs taken from miles and miles and miles away is proof that the earth is flat because otherwise you would not be able to see, you know, certain things. So mm. I actually have a picture of Toronto and Toronto. you can see, <laughs> yeah, like you, at can, Toronto? you can see the city from across the great lake and it's like, oh my God, well, clearly because you can see the city, the earth is flat. They prove themselves wrong with this picture. Yeah, exactly. So explain because it, Jack. The, because, the, because the city's below the horizon line. And it's water, too. Mm-hmm. So it's as flat as the Earth gets, and it's still curved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, 
this doesn't mean it literally proves I know it's funny actually it's it's long distance photography is one of those things where it's their best proof that the earth is flat but also our best proof that it's not (laughs) like it's it's just kind of like basically however you want to interpret it but the math shows that, uh, you know, they'll show pictures of mountains from far away. And it's like, well, yeah, you can see the top of the mountain, but you can't see the base of the mountain. Mm-hmm. If you could see the base of the mountain, then maybe there'd be something there. Um, but the Earth's curve is very subtle. I mean, it's hard to see unless you're in space. So, but you can even see it in this photo, yeah. which we'll provide on our Patreon. Um, yeah, the city is underneath the water. The city. city of Tirana. Okay. So now I kind of want to talk a little bit about this movie that I watched. Um, so I watched this movie. It's a a Netflix documentary and it's called behind the curve. I highly recommend that you go check it out. If you've got a couple hours to kill, because it's it's a bit bit of a cheeky name. Yeah, I know. Right. It's pretty goofy. Um, the movie comes from a standpoint of it's sort of neutral but a little bit more leaning towards spherical earth mm-hmm. because they try to they give the flat earthers their chance to make the case to make the case sure and they don't make fun of them mm-hmm. and that's what i really liked about it yeah i always appreciate a documentary that can sort of present the subject matter in an unbiased manner and just let you oh, let, let it speak for itself yeah you know you don't need to be told mm-hmm. what's right and what's wrong yeah. make, make your own decisions based mm-hmm. on the movie but at the same time, they don't want to lead you to believe that what they're saying is mm-hmm. is true. Um, but the first half of the movie is a lot about flat earthers. And it's just – it's so goofy. Um, so they talk a lot about experiments throughout the, sh- the movie that prove that the earth is flat. And there were a couple that just made me really giggle because one guy, he's this, he's this big guy with like a big white beard and he's um he's like a engineer and so he's set out to prove that the earth is flat he's just determined to prove that it's flat and so an experiment that he comes up with is that um you know I'm not a scientist I don't I'm not going to uh explain it very well but this is what I got from it if you had a accurate enough gyroscope um which in this case is like a laser gyroscope that is like insanely accurate, you would be able to tell the earth is flat because if it's round, then when the earth spins on its axis, the gyroscope should move 15 degrees based on the earth's spin. So what, over like a 24 hour period or over something, a 24 if, you put, hour if you set it like in one location, it should move about 15 degrees. Exactly. Because okay. of the earth moving around it. Right. So, he he's like, well, you know, this thing is too expensive. It's impossible to get our hands on. But if we had it, we could prove the earth is flat. So somebody in the flat earth community who has a lot of money bought this device for $20,000 and provided it for them. Uh, I'm, right now I'm doing the meme of like the, the, sh- the kind of shocked close up in face guy. There's a- <laughs> I know exactly what we were talking about. No, no, I have the, um, the, uh, Oh, I can't remember the name of the show. 
Cobra Enthusiasm, yeah, yeah, the punchline ending. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's what I have where they go, where they're like, all right, it's time to check it. Did they check it, and did it, have, did it move 15 degrees? Yes, it did. <laughs> so, yes, yes, Curvy Enthusiasm, oh, and they go, oh, oh, oh shit, and it's literally, it's like, yeah, yeah, and then, and then, oh, 15, and then they say 15 degrees, and then it's like created by, like, whoever, you know, like, that hard Or like the cold open for It's Always Sunny, where they just, like, do whatever the opposite is. So, yeah, they checked the the degree that it moved, and it was 15%. And so it's funny. There's an interview of him on the couch, and he's like, something's wrong. Something's not right here. So we're going to do the experiment again. Uh, we're going to make sure that we don't let like ex- like electromagnetism and stuff obscure the experiment. <laughs> so they like put the laser gyroscope inside a capsule that's supposed to like – keep outside things from altering it so they're muddying up the experiment even more to try and like throw it off which i just think is so funny and then it still got 15 percent uh 15 degrees yeah which was just too funny to me um so finally they ended it on like okay well that didn't work so now we gotta have to we, we gotta get some kind of like coding to like to like make sure that you you know, things outside of the laser gyroscope aren't like affecting it. I'm like, isn't that the entire point of the laser gyroscope? So that the things outside of it can show you whether or not the earth is round or flat. So yeah, hmm. there, a lot of their science is, uh, is based on, uh, finding what their hypothesis is and then tracing yes. back to discover things that sort of like, support their hypothesis right yeah i mean it's not science it's yeah if you're if what you're doing is you have an answer that you want to get to and you're doing everything you can to get to that answer rather than just coming in doing the experiment maybe have a hypothesis but then just letting the data tell you whatever it tells you mm-hmm. i mean yeah obviously this is like stupid and ridiculous right. this is like what we see with like QAnon, for example exactly, i mentioned q yeah. earlier it's the exact same thing it's like well this is what we think is going on so what evidence can we find in any sort of random bullshit that can we can somehow twist and turn yep. into this is part of a bigger conspiracy even if it's like one thing here and one thing there yeah it's like each person has their own bit of evidence and then that's it mm-hmm. you know um but yeah there's a difference between science which is supposed to be very neutral if you're wrong you're wrong mm-hmm. and you have to go back to the drawing board yeah you know that's science like if you have a hypothesis and that's not the result that you get, then your hypothesis was wrong. Yeah. And so what they're doing here is they, their hypothesis is wrong and they're like, well, hmm, no, 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 no. Something's wrong here. We gotta, we gotta fix the experiment. And then they fix the experiment until they get what they want. Yeah. What they're looking for. Yeah. So that's a lot of the movie is, is that, and it's, uh, it's kind of goofy. Um, another, they had two more experiments in the movie that I thought were just hysterical. Uh, so one of them is that some other guy is like, all right, we're going to buy a super high-powered laser that's going to shoot like really far into the distance, and we're going to put up some wood stakes in the water. And you know, the laser is going to line up, and it should hit the same spot on each stake if the right. Earth is flat, mm-hmm. right? And if it's curved, 
then like the one in the middle will be like higher and it'll keep being like higher and higher on the stake. So <laughs> I, I just started dying out, out loud because the guy turns on the laser and I don't know if he like didn't realize this, but you know, lasers get bigger over distance. Mm-hmm. So at the first point where the laser was supposed to hit, it was like the size of like a truck. It was a circle the size of a truck because of how far away it was from the actual start of the laser. Yeah. Um, so he's, there's a bunch of people out to see this experiment, all the flat earthers, and they're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then they start leaving because he's like trying to figure it out and he's like, like you know, finicky, like he's like working on the thing. And uh, he has like an extender that makes it like smaller, supposedly. So he puts that on and it's still just as big. He's like, I don't, I don't know what's wrong. And they're like, well, uh, I guess we're just going to have to cancel the experiment and try a different one. We, so they have a backup experiment. So everyone leaves. And then later in the movie, they come back to the same spot and they have a backup experiment. And this one, it's a little more complicated. I didn't necessarily understand it. But what the guy said was that uh, he had like two like planks of wood with like a hole in it. And his friend was like a certain distance away with like a flashlight and he had like a telescope so that he could see where his friend was. And so if the earth is flat, then his friend should be able to hold the flashlight up at his waist and he will be able to see the light. Right. But if the earth is round, he won't be able to see the light unless his friend holds it above his head because of, you know, the curve. Right. So, he goes, okay, is the flashlight on? And the friend's like, yep, the flashlight's on. Um, I'm not seeing anything. Well, uh, it's on. Uh, could you, like, move up your hands a little bit? Yep. And then he lifts his hands up in the air. <laughs> and you just see the flashlight go bloop, right above the hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh, I've, so um, funny. I've, I've seen this before i think i've talked about oh it my god it's so bit. funny so in trying to prove that the earth is flat they proved that it was round yeah multiple times yeah except for the one with the laser getting bigger that was just dumb yeah. um but yeah i just thought it was too funny uh oh uh, yeah he, you gotta love it a little shot and freud right there you know got egg on your face guys oh yeah completely i i just these people though they're so like nice and like i think that a lot of the flat earth community i don't know if all of them truly believe the earth is flat sometimes i feel like maybe it's just a social thing for a lot of them you know i think Mm -hmm. most of them probably do yeah um but but the guy mark Sargent even said in the documentary he's like Oh, it's too late for me now. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I didn't believe it anymore, even if I found out that the earth was spherical, like I, I have so many friends now through this mm-hmm. that I would lose. And so even if I did believe the earth was round, I wouldn't say it. Oh, yeah, that's that's an upsetting thing to hear on so many levels. You right. Know? Yeah, that's unfortunate. I know, just like what it implies for other things. Yeah, it's like, oh, if you can't like. If you're just, like, too committed to, like, this one thing and can't, like, be reasonable and realize if you're wrong, like, accepting you're wrong and, like, like, 
moving on from that, but just like just firmly planting your feet in a position that you know is wrong, but because you just feel like you're too. It's like that. Uh, what's what's it called? When you, um, it's like uh, the sunk cost fallacy, where you feel like if you put too much time or energy into one thing, even if it's not working, you can't walk away from it because you've already given so much time and energy to it. You'd be losing something by walking away from it, even if it isn't working. Mm, that's so interesting. Yeah, kind of makes me think of like a like a failing marriage or something. You know? Yeah, like, I mean, you can see in a lot of ways failing marriage, failing job, or like dead end job or something. But you feel like, oh, I've been here for ten years and I've put already put so much time here. You know, like I can't just like leave and start over. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. It, I mean, even just like human nature. You know, with with things that were like bad habits. Mm-hmm. You know. Like if you've been eating poorly for so many years, it's like, well, I've already gone this far in my life with eating bad. Like I might as well just keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't exactly translate, but um, mentally I feel like that's the way that we humans are a lot. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah. You see politically too, you know, people just get entrenched Definitely. in their viewpoints <laughs> and just like are unwilling to move from them. Oh yeah. That's regardless true. of how untenable they get at a certain point. That's so true. I mean, that feels very, uh, I know. And it's so weird for right now <laughs> hearing like this, this guy going back to the flat earth, hearing yeah. this guy who's the, in charge of all of them say that mm-hmm. it's like kind of eye opening. It's very revealing. Right. Yeah. Because like, you know, you, he's kind of just said that he might believe the earth isn't flat yeah so and there are like kids at these flat earth conventions Mm. like there's like you know there's families there it's just it's a big thing it's really growing like there's a lot of people out there who believe in flat earth and something i wanted to talk about that the documentary kind of sheds light on is that a lot of scientists actually blame themselves for flat earth being so popular. Interesting. And it's sort of this thing. I don't know if you guys have uh, heard of anything like it, but this like superiority complex of science. Mm-hmm. So sure. it's sort of like this. Not familiar. So basically like, you know, scientists being so far ahead of everybody else that it's sort of causing this like outlash of like people who are, feel like they're treated poorly because yeah, it's like it's, we're, we're not dumb it's basically like almost like an elitist thing where yes, it's yeah, like the difference yeah. between like the elites and like the the lower class you know it's like exactly. oh well the scientists are these like higher up elites who are talking down to us lower class people mm-hmm. and they can't tell us what's right or what's wrong what do they actually know they're they only like they're in this little bubble of theirs and don't mm-hmm. know what the real world's actually like yeah and you see this a lot unfortunately with climate change too. yeah i was gonna say that i feel like that's a, a big part of why like sort of like conservatism has like sort of like weaponized like yep. climate change as a sort of like identity politics thing when it's like really like this is a problem that like faces all of us and if anything it disproportionately affects people from more conservative areas which tend to be more poor and rural right. and stuff and but because it's become this sort of well that's the scientists who are all saying this and they're just a bunch of elites so why are we going to listen to them you know they don't know yeah. anything about us they were put up thing. to it by someone it's like an us versus them kind of thing yeah it's definitely this sort of like tribalism mentality that yeah. we have you know and then people who are you know part of the the larger community where you know let's say 99 percent of the 
earth believes that the earth is round. Mm-hmm. We're lo- pointing our fingers at that 1% that doesn't believe it. And we're saying like, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You're, you're dumb. You're stupid. Yeah. Um, like what you believe is fake mm-hmm. and we know better. And it's just causing more people more division. Who, yeah. Yeah. Who feel like they don't belong with the majority to like jump onto this. Yeah. Uh, sort of bandwagon of, of flat earth. I can see how that can happen. Yeah. Right. And so, so that's kind of where a lot of people think like, you know, maybe it's more of a social thing than it is an actual belief. Right. Um, I tend to believe that a lot of the people convince themselves that they believe it, you know, over time. Uh, so, so yeah, one of the things in the documentary was like, we need to take a better approach to flat earth. Like we need to listen to them and, and have a conversation rather than this weird, like, like I'm not even going to bother talking to you because I know you're wrong. and I know you're dumb. Like that's just going to make their community stronger. Um, and so, you know, kind of leveling with each other. And I think one good takeaway from the documentary as well was, uh, there was the question proposed in what part of your life are you potentially a flat earther? You know, Hmm. in what part of your life are you the 1% of people who seem crazy to everyone else? And can you step away from that and look at your life and kind of think like, is this really like true like why do i believe in this right you know um huh. i thought that was interesting no that is i've literally like in, in real time right now trying to think like what would that thing be for me i'm like same i mm-hmm. yeah i've never i've never thought about yeah. it like that that's yeah actually, me too that's really um, interesting huh i don't think i have anything so if if it's framed in what are you the one percent of that goes against the grain is something you really believe in you know, there are plenty of things that I can think of. It's the if it's if it's what in your life do you continuously disregard facts because you are so stubborn? I don't know if I have. Well, any that's of the those. funny thing about it is that it's it's a weird question because you don't know you're a flat earther if you are one. Like yeah. you're not you don't think you're crazy if you are like identified by other people as crazy. So you wouldn't know what it is that you are, uh, you know, like considered a flat earther in. Yeah. Because I, you're probably so in deep in it. Right. I guess like the closest thing for me would be sort of like the, the, you know, veganism, vegetarian thing, I mm. guess, you know, maybe, right. but I mean, I don't know. It's tough. Cause it's mm. like, I don't think it's necessarily crazy, but I also like, it's not the sort of thing where it's like, I, I don't know. It's tricky. That's really it is a tricky, really tricky question. You know, like, huh? I've really like, imagine putting that. a flat earther in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I hate even using that term because it, it does sound like an us first them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But imagine like talking to someone who believes in flat earth and saying like, oh, no, but you, you see how it's crazy. Right. And they're like, well, like, no, because that's what I believe. And you believe that the earth is spinning through space and as a ball. That sounds just as crazy to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a really hard question to answer. Yeah. I don't know if you can answer it. Huh. I, I, that's one we have to sit with for a while and really think about it. Cause I, no, I, I feel like from like a thought experiment perspective, that's actually a really interesting and sort of like, um, valuable, right. um, thought experiments to indulge yeah because you're putting yourself in a position of like stepping away from your I life. feel like we, something we don't do often enough is try to like 
step outside of ourselves for a moment and sort of just like view things through other people's perspectives or just from a different lens like i feel like it's super easy to get sort of caught up in our own bubbles or whatever and sort of get lost in sort of that that cyclops mentality if you will Mm -hmm. you know bringing it back um but yeah i don't know that's like i I really like that a lot i think that's a really interesting thing because yeah Yeah. i'm having a hard time with it you know same i I thought about it for two days because i you know i've been sitting on it for a while and Mm -hmm. i just can't think of anything yeah but it's one of those things you have to like kind of look at yourself as someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, now that you brought it to the, to attention and we now are, are actively thinking about it. Um, and like you said, you've had it for a few days and you, you've put yourself into thinking in, in, in that perspective and you still, you still can't think mm-hmm. of anything, you know, maybe, you know, maybe just maybe they're crazy then. Right. Right. And it's not an and it's not a thing to be to be a flat earther in something <laughs> in your life. I just think, like Brent said, it's an interesting thought experiment more than anything else. Like right. it's no, probably it beneficial. And also, I also like this the the idea of like trying to like view things in a more em- empathetic lens. Yes, you know? definitely. Because while it is fun to scamp on it, because it is you know kind of like we all kind of from our side of things realize you know the science just does not bear it out at all, and mm-hmm. it's fu- it's funny to think that something you know that's so clearly you know not true can have like such a following but at the yeah. same time i do think that's a a really um powerful uh thing to uh be aware of mm-hmm. or to even push is to try to be more empathetic right in the, our approach to like these sort of discussions because yeah i mean if we want these people to like eventually come over on the side the way not the way to do it is not to be like you're stupid yep shut the fuck up which but, we've learned through many different things yeah. you know like going back to like veganism and like the the vegetarian movement Mm -hmm. it's impossible to like convert somebody by being like by dividing Mm -hmm. like it's like well you know what you're eating is toxic and bad for you and Mm -hmm. it's like well that just makes someone feel like crap Mm -hmm. so like why would they ever want to join your your team right yeah if you approach it from a more empathetic and you know sort of you know embracing you know like understand like what your concerns might be but you know it's not as crazy as you might think right like i've i ate meat for 20 years of my life sure same you know you know like i haven't now for three years and Mm -hmm. i feel great yeah you know that kind of thing like just using that as an example don't necessarily think other people are crazy for having different life choices right or wrong you know but i mean obviously this is a little bit different because it's more of like less of a science question and more of like talking about brand If people aren't like me, they're crazy and weird and uh, scary, and I don't like you know, them. And I don't you got me there. Uh, Shit, yeah. my argument is moot. We just gotta all spread that the empathetic point of view, I think, and just keep you know. If there's one thing you take Stop away from this vibes. episode of this podcast, don't doubt your vibe. <laughs> don't doubt other people's vibes, especially. Mm-hmm. Go out there and try to be empathetic and try to learn something from other people. Mm-hmm. And. uh yeah, I won't sit quietly by while my while Bobby spouts this hippie <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> yeah, go oh hug my, up the not already. On, <laughs> not on yeah, right. my, not on my podcast, Bobby. Listen, we need we need scandalous hot takes. <laughs> we need we need personal hmm. attacks. We need. False yes, we're statements. Out this, um, we need Mark to get those ratings. Right. All right, oh. well, well, let's play devil's advocate here. All okay. right, all right. Um, so I'm gonna try and convince you guys the Earth is flat. Okay, I, I probably won't. I nah. probably won't. But basically, uh, let's talk about what if the Earth was flat for for a minute. You know, 
like, what if we are wrong? What if science is a lie and we're in some kind of weird dome that is (laughs) controlled by some lizard people from Archon? Mm. You never know. Um, So one thing is that if the Earth was flat, gravity would have to not exist. Right? Explain yourself. (laughs) So the reason is because... (laughs) <laughs> I thought that was so funny. <laughs> All right, so basically, if gravity and oh, flat Earth coincided, yeah. this is I'm this is where this things kind of get crazy, right? Um, so if the Earth was a flat disc, when you start off in the center, let's let's pretend there's a runner and he's starting off in the center of the Earth, and he's running to the edge of the planet. As he gets closer and closer to the edge as he approaches the, the edge of the earth gravity is going to change uh if gravity exists because you're gonna have to build build buildings at an angle and as you get closer and closer to the edge you're gonna start feeling like you're going uphill more and more and more until you get to the edge and this is because of gravity spread out amongst the disc so once you got to the edge of the disc earth it would be like, uh, you know, people joke about falling off the earth. You would actually be more in danger of falling back to the center because you're basically on a cliff at this point. Uh, this is just what would happen if gravity and flat earth coincided. Now, this can't exist because with the current understanding of gravity, a disk earth would instantly collapse in on itself into a sphere. It wouldn't work that way. Also, gravity, it's trying to pull me down. Yeah, you know? exactly. Thank you, John. Um, <laughs> so gravity. I have a little bit of a, a, a graphic here that we're kind of looking at of a man running I love towards it. the edge of the earth. It reminds me of like some like weird, like back when like we they first started to figure out like 3D animation. And I was like, yes. the early 90s were like, fuck yeah, dude. Send this cube man through this <laughs> weird staircase city. Hell yeah. <laughs> This is actually from a Vsauce video about Flat Earth, which oh. uh, I highly recommend. It's cool. I was going to say, this looks um, actually a lot more modern than the I 90s. think it's the weird, like, the weird sort of, like, pastel-colored me- mm. pastelman running through the pastelman. city. <laughs> no, yeah, there's just, like, there's little nuances that you wouldn't understand oh, okay, not okay. being an animation you know, I'll, I'll see right, myself right. out. All right. It's, it's been a good... It's been see good. Brent, <laughs> All right. But Jack was a flat earther to Brent, and now Brent's gone. Um, so yeah, that's uh, basically what gravity and flat Earth would be like if they were together. But if we're going to believe in flat Earth for a minute, you have to believe that gravity does not exist. Okay. Um, so what is gravity then? What is this law of physics that we follow? It's not what the scientists tell you, that's for sure. Um, that is for sure. Yep. 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 Uh, it's 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 just a John Mayer song now. <laughs> it's it's just no longer a law of physics. That's it. Um, so yeah, obviously, like we talked about earlier, if you traveled to the edge of the Earth, you would hit a giant Game of Thrones style ice wall that you would not be able to surmount. All right, I'm listening now. Mm-hmm. Yep. So so I had a <laughs> I have a picture in the slide here of the wall. Um, so this is the wall. That is that is, just literally the Game of Thrones wall? <laughs> I was going to say, that's literally that is just the, the, wall the wall from Game of Thrones. Dope. So that's what you would see. And uh, as we all know, none of us have been to Antarctica. And no one here knows anybody who's been to this Antarctica. This is true. None of us know anyone who's been to Antarctica. Hold on. I'm just getting a text. Hold on. This is weird. 
Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt the pod like this, but uh, oh, hey, it's my friend Dan. Um, hey, what's uh, go? Oh, um, he just texted me like, oh, I'm just I just arrived at a McMurdo station. Do you guys know where that is? I, where I is that, Brent? I don't. I don't know. Oh, is that in, is that is that in Antarctica? There are no bases in Antarctica, though, right? We just established uh, this. There's no bases in Antarctica. Actually, yeah, no. I have a friend who uh, works in it. I'll center his last name because I said it out loud on the show. I don't know if he cares, but he's been on the show before. He gave us that review, right? No, that's, that that's, Dino that's Dino Dan. That's Dino Dan. There's Dan, two Dan's. The man. And Dan and Brent's got too many cool. Yeah, no, I have a friend Dan who Dan. Uh, is uh, well, a cook at uh, McMurdo Station in uh, Antarctica. That's so cool. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, we play hockey together sometimes. It's, yeah. it's not a big deal in Antarctica. Ooh. <laughs> if yeah. only. So basically, that's you know, nice there though. are people who have been Antarctica. So um, I would say that this is debunked. You know, but I mean. <laughs> I don't know about say that, but you never been. What if, he's a, what if he's a spy? What if he's yeah, a, maybe he's a globalist? I don't he's know. He's a plant, like he was planted there. Maybe he's a lizard person. I mean, he's pretty tall, so he could be an Argonian. So he could be an Argon. He's like six five. So mm. that's pretty tall. I mean, maybe he's on the short end for an Argonian, but mm. you know, listen. But that's the thing. Like, I mean, you know, if we're playing devil's advocate, like none of us have ever been to space. None of us have seen the curve, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you're on an airplane. Well, I guess we just proved the Earth is round. What else you got? That's it, boys. That's all I got. That's all I got. I, I mean, it was a pretty hefty one. No, I, that was thorough. I, I, I enjoyed that conversation. It went a couple of places I was not expecting, which is yeah. interesting. You never know where the conversation's going to go when you got something like a flat Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a very large mm-hmm. community. So if you know anyone who believes in flat Earth, or if you believe in flat Earth, listen, we. We love you because we're brain boggled and we love everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't care what you believe. <laughs> okay. We do sometimes. Sometimes yeah. there's a line, but there's definitely a line. There's definitely a line. There's definitely a moral line. But guess what? We appreciate you for listening to this podcast. Yeah. Hey, maybe you, hey, you send us an email. Explain to us why we're wrong. Yeah. I want to hear from you. Listen, hey, hey, we'll get you hey, on this podcast. Send us, guess what? We, send we us have an email. email. <laughs> You want to know what that email is? It's up brainbogglepodcast at gmail.com. Brainbogglepodcast at gmail.com. I said brainbogglepodcast at gmail.com. Hey, I know that email. I do too. <laughs> that's that's my favorite print Brain- quote. <laughs> hey, I know that. Brainbogglepodcast at gmail.com. So Jack, where can we find uh, some supportive uh, merchandise and also, uh, you know, um, cool like posts? Victoria's <laughs> Secret? I don't know. <laughs> oh my God, Brent. <laughs> supportive? That was great. That was great. <laughs> Um, get this freaking screen share down. Oh so yeah, sorry, I forgot. So about Jack that. is talking to a flat disc of the Earth right yeah. now and a nice wall. Um, well, you can go to ecoware.com forward slash brainboggle. I don't, I don't even know. Um, Link in the description. We'll change. Um, and you can also check us out at patreon.com slash brainboggle, yes. where you can find uh, for as little as one dollar a month, you get. Uh, an entire bonus episode, one, one per yeah. month. Oh. We have like three or four I think of them out four, now, technically, mm-hmm. and we, we need had, a fifth. We had our extended Zodiac episode. We had our two Star Wars episodes and a Interstellar episode. Wow! So we have that four. Yeah, Dang. four. Mm. So yeah, we figure out the next one. And the yeah, fifth will be coming out sometime. Yeah, so this we'll month. be recording that pretty soon. So. <laughs> Um, but we also, uh, with, um, the majority of our, uh, episodes, we post a little, uh, well, not the majority since we started our Patreon, at least, um, we do a little, uh, image thing where we, we make slideshows, so we post our images on the Patreon. Yeah, shout out to um, Jack. Bobby, we, 
We were looking at some images. Mm-hmm. We'll see them. Yeah, uh, so you can follow there, along. Which reminds me. Yes. Shout out to Jack for doing the Patreon. Shout out to Brent for editing the apps. Mm. These guys put a lot of hard work in. I'm mm. just here to be a goof. Shout out to Bobby for... Um, Shout out to Bobby for designing yes. our merch and logos. Yes. Uh, Don't say yourself short. I thought you guys were going to mention the memes, but that's okay. Oh, yeah, and the memes. Bobby just makes kidding. Just Bobby kidding. makes the memes. I write the descriptions for the memes usually. <sighs> Remember... Yeah. You remember last week when we talked about love and about words of affirmation? What are you talking about? Last week was genetics. <laughs> genetic enhancements. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Time, time is weird, oh, it is. Yeah. Time is a flat circle. circle. Oh, what? man. What a podcast. What a day. What a life. <laughs> what a podcast. What a, what a time This was alive. a podcast. This was a it? podcast. I forgot to do the commercial break in the middle, but... It's fine. I'll, I'll, pop I'll it edit it in. I've been liking the commercial breaks. I think they're kind of fun. But like we say in the commercial breaks, if you have a business or anything that you'd like to promote, please reach out to us on our email, mm-hmm. rainbogglepodcast.gmail.com, and we could possibly get you on this show for an ad spot because we have a pretty good following now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to get the word out about your you know, your small biz or whatever the heck. Definitely. Your merch. I don't know. Yeah. Your own podcast. Shit. Ooh. Your own show. Your own creative endeavor. I don't Ooh. care. If you want to do some uh, you wanna collaboration, ever, too, yeah. you know. You want to just put a shout out to some, a friend? I don't care. We don't care. Do we don't care what you do. What, what you want to do. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't care. I don't care. I don't care, guys. I don't care. I, s- I swear. I'm, but, not, I'm not mad. You're mad. <laughs> I don't know what, where, this, where this, this is, is going. Bit. This is a weird bit, but I love it. I love you guys. We really have a really tough time ending episodes. Yes. Um, because this is the only time we get to spend with Jack now. <laughs> okay, okay, bye. Oh, okay, Jack, bye. I love you. Bye. 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 Bye.